Well, hello there and welcome to Moving Forward with Young Voices here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. We're pleased to start out today with Cooper Conway, welcoming him back to the program. Cooper, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. And uh, let's let's bring people up to speed, first of all, on, on who you are. And then we've got a fascinating subject to explore. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, I'm a student at Boise State University. I'm entering my hopefully final year if all of my classes go well. I am an associate contributor at Young Voices, where I get to write about um, different policy areas. And uh, I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm looking at an article that you wrote for freethepeople.org titled Free Enterprise Hasn't Failed Gen Z, Its Messaging Has. Now, I have a lot of respect for Free the People. I, I think that uh, Matt Kibbe and, and company are phenomenal folks. But I, I'm curious, when, when you say Generation Z, just so we can get an approximate uh, idea of where they are in the generational timelines, what, what age group would that encompass? Um, it would really encompass people around my age, um, about uh, – Anyone born from like 1995 to about 2015, I think, is um, kind of the official standard number for it at the moment. Um, but there's still kind of uh, people are playing around with what Generation Z really is. And, and the message you have here is that uh, people within this particular demographic uh, don't seem to really be that much into capitalism anymore. Is that right? Yes, it is right, sadly. Um, my generation seems more than past generations to really... Um, the anti-capitalism in, a, in the latest Axios poll that I cite here, almost 50% of my generation um, has holds a negative view of capitalism, and they don't believe um, in the goods that it can provide for people. Interesting. Now, I know there's a very anti-capitalist take out there that uh, has entrenched itself, particularly in academia, in, in many of the, the halls of government. But I'm curious, where where is Generation Z getting the message that, hey, capitalism isn't cool anymore? And for that matter, I know there are a lot of advocates out there for the free market and free market capitalism. Where are they missing the target? Well, I think Generation Z in particular is... I believe the most socially conscious generation we are on social media where we are constantly bombarded with here are the problems of the world, whether it be climate change or lack of economic mobility, economic inequality. And my generation, the narrative that is being told to us is that the free market is the problem. It's the reason why these things are placed and why people are, are being wrong per se. And I'm over here thinking the free market system is actually the way that we can help fix these issues. And um, it's, it's done so much good to help people. And I think free market advocates like myself um, need to work on focusing our message on towards one that provides empathy to really be able to, to link with the socially conscious um, Generation Z. So is it safe to say that uh, those in Generation Z who don't agree with capitalism tend to view it as more of a greedy, um, exploitative type of, uh, of effort rather than, uh, you know, a, a place where solutions are found, where value is created? Yes, I think exploitative is the word that many would describe it as. I'm from a suburb outside of Portland, Oregon, and my close friend group, I have about four of them. Uh, three of them would proudly describe themselves as socialists. One of them may be communist as well. So I'm around people every day that espouse these values of the worker being exploited and that capitalism isn't doing enough um, to help pull people out of poverty. 
And so that's where capitalism and the advocates for capitalism need to show how we can raise people out of poverty and empower workers as well. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I would think that a person who just wanted to delve into um, economic history, I mean, just take the United States, um, the way the economy changed from, say, the 1920s to today. So in a hundred year span, look at how many people moved out of poverty or out of situations where they had to have multiple family members working to provide for the family's basic needs to where, you know, it can almost in, in many cases be done easily by one or two family members. Yes. Yes. I and mean, I, I and blame the free market for that kind of, you know, growth and, and progress and innovation and adaptation. Yes. I, I mean, over the past 40 years, the amount of world poverty, not just in the United States, but extreme world poverty in general has been drastically reduced because of the spread of free market institutions globally. And I think Americans don't know this message. We, we see all of the media showing, oh, everyone's in trouble. There's so, there's so many people in poverty. How do we get them out? Obviously, capitalism's not working, when in reality, people are rising out of poverty because of the spread of free market institutions. Yeah. Well, and, and why don't we hear more of this? You know, you, you quote uh, Harvard professor and author Arthur Brooks is saying, you know, we, we're talking about the greatest achievement in human history, you know, reducing extreme world poverty. But nobody hears about it. Why is it? Why isn't that talked about? Why isn't it being shouted from the rooftops? I think a part of it is that our media doesn't always promote good news. Um, we're very much in a sensationalist society, so we see many things that are negative and saying, oh, all of these people have been drug out of poverty largely because of capitalism goes against this narrative that the media is producing and then also that helps them attract more viewers. Um, and I think some people know this, but it's something that lies on the, the shoulders of free market advocates to be able to really spread and tell others. And right now, my generation through media, um, college professors don't really receive this message that much. Let's let's talk about uh, the strategy of who needs to hear this message more. I mean, obviously, Gen Z is uh, could could use some some good marketing. What about the ones who are following behind Generation Z? Do you see value in in teaching you know the value of free market capitalism and, and the the majesty, if you will, of the free market to even young children? Yes, I, I think so. I think. I mean, not even young children, everyone across the board um, should know about what I describe as the greatest, most extraordinary anti-poverty program in uh, human history. As a, a freshman, in between my freshman and sophomore year of college, I went to inner city Baltimore and worked there with the people. And my mom is um, a very strong liberal. My dad has worked um, at community shelters for a long time. And so I, I always thought that Poverty was the problem of the free market. People were being left behind. When in reality, what I was seeing when I worked among these people for this entire summer is that they just didn't have the same uh, economic mobility opportunities um, that I was able to have. And so that's why I'm such a strong advocate for school choice in particular. And I think being able to spread these messages of actually using the tools of the free market and being able to give those to people who live in more impoverished areas actually helps them have this economic mobility to rise to the middle class and upper upper class. I could definitely see that happening. Um, I, I like the idea, too, that, uh, you know, it, maybe it's easier to teach young people um, 
good, correct economic principles than it is to try to reteach old people or older people who have become, you know, pretty much set in the way that they see the world. I, I mean, what do you think? Is is there more flexibility in, in those younger people's lives that they might be more willing to listen to the message than some of the people who are a little more established and set in their ways? Yes, I, I think so for sure. I think people want to learn and especially young people are open to learning and hearing multiple sides of the conversation, at least I think. And I also believe you can teach sound economic principles, but something that in my experience has helped relate to my friends um, who take a more pessimistic view of the free enterprise system is telling stories, telling stories of people being able to rise from, you know, areas where they were unable to, um, to have many jobs or be able to go to a school that's right for them and showing how introducing the free market in these areas can help be the solution um, to this problem. Talk to me about, uh, about the, the promise of, of teaching these, these uh, younger generations about, uh, or I guess maybe it's the older generation needs to, needs to pick up on the empathy and the, the compassion that you mentioned resonates with the younger generation. Where could we do better on that? I think all around is, is being able to tell, being able to tell stories I always tell the story of um, my grandmother and how she walked across um, the city of New Hampshire. So just when her dad didn't believe that women should get an education so that she could be able to have um, the, the economic mobility from a college degree to be able to rise to you know the, the, um, the middle class. And I, I use this and then I say, well, what about if we impacted free market policies like school choice that provides competition in the education sector so that children that who whose families can't afford to go to a private school are then empowered with flexible education dollars to then be able to take the similar story to how my grandma did. OK, let's tell everybody where they can access your work. Where where will they, where will they find your writing, Cooper? Um, you can see my writing most um on the Young Voices page, you can see my face. It says Cooper Conway, and you can see my most recent work. Um, and then also the Free the People uh, so generously provided me the outlet to be able to publish this article. Okay, it's an excellent read, and I, I recommend it to anybody within earshot. Cooper Conway, thank you. Have yourself a great day. Thank you so much for having me. 